when we're raising our kids, when we're kind of in the thick of parenting, uh, many of us reach a point of exhaustion, and we just say something like, I can't do this. I mean, there, there were moments when I had to leave the house. I felt myself getting out of control, and I just had to take a walk around the block, uh, reset, get some, you know, kind of clear the headspace, get some perspective. And if you're feeling that way, uh, then listen in. Today's episode is going to give you some hope. I'm John Fuller with Dr. Danny Huerta. He's the vice president of our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, speak to me. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you never felt like, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're a plenty of those. You're a parenting expert. You're a trained counselor. You're now a doctor of something or other. What is it? A doctor I, of... Doctor of clinical psychology. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So you've never felt overwhelmed <laughs> by parenting. I think I could wear a T-shirt that says, Lord, I can't do this. Uh, I've had so many of those moments where mm. I go, Lord, please help me. I, I can't do this. I still remember chapter four or five of the dissertation. I'm staring at a screen, and it's blinking. Yeah, it was, well, it's not, it wasn't blinking. <laughs> Maybe I was. You were blinking, it, yeah. it just it, my, my cursor had stopped, and I said, I, I just can't do this. Huh. This is way too hard right now. Uh, we were taking in uh, my wife's uh, uh, cousin's daughter into our home for that year. She was staying at her house. We were trying to help her out. We had, uh, we had, uh, we were talking about starting having our basement done, and so we were needing to move that. I had my private practice. I had some kids that were struggling with suicidal thoughts, and I think three at the time. And then our team uh, had a lot of things going on that we need. I needed to direct. Wasn't there this thing called COVID somewhere there too? And COVID was <laughs> in there. That's right. <laughs> There's so many oh, things man. piled up, and I just I said, Lord, I can't do this. I don't. I don't know how I'm going to finish this. And so I, I remember just staring at that and going, Oh my goodness, I'm almost to the finish line, and I'm I am done. And uh, then I, I stood up, walked outside, put that away. I said, I. I just I can't move right now it, mentally in this in this paper, uh, and I just spent some time with my kids. I said, "Hey, Alex, do you want to go play some basketball?" It was my invitation to him, and uh, he said, "Sure, Dad." Let's. I said, "I, I want to take you one on one right now. Let's see. Let's see what happens." Get, your, have, get your aggressions out. On that's your right. That's right. A, Elbow in the, the face. That's the better. best I've ever played. You, Alex? No, <laughs> it was it was uh, a fun time. We. I got to just take a pause, like you said, and then I, I, I did pray. I prayed that night, and I said, Lord, I, I need you to hmm. fill me up because I, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do yeah. this. And uh, really, as you know, I finished, and, and it turned out well, and I knew in my mind it's going to turn out okay. But today, I, I really need, need refueling. Mm-hmm. Well, we've all been there, maybe not those exact circumstances, probably not those exact circumstances, but we've all been there. And uh, we're going to turn now to a clip uh, in which Jim Daly and I were talking with Heidi St. John, and she is so passionate about encouraging struggling moms. So listen in, lean in, as uh, she talks about how parents can rely on God even when things are hard. What are some things that a mom can do uh, to get on a healthy track, if I could say it that way, where the guilt load is lighter, probably will not go away, but where it's more manageable. Uh, What are some of those things that a mom can do? Well, I like to tell moms, it's okay. I hear from moms all the time who say, I'm just, I'm just so burned out, right? Mommy burnout, it's real. And I, the first thing I would tell them is you got to stop wrestling and start resting. 
what does it mean to rest? Because if you always feel like, you know, all I ever do is diapers and dishes and laundry and no one's listening to me, uh, I think moms need community. I think it's absolutely crucial that moms have community. We got to have other moms. You got to have that mom who's like, you know, girlfriend, what's going on? And, you and to say, know you're not the only one. Oh, yeah. What's going on? And, you know, I, people call me all the time. Hey, Heidi, wow, that post you made on Facebook. What in the world? What's wrong with you? That just seems out of, <laughs> out of character for you. You know, do you need a mocha with extra whip right now? I'll be over in 10, right? That's what we need. Uh, we need this people that we can be real around. And I feel like moms need to give themselves permission to carve out that space for themselves. And so for me, it was um, an issue, especially working through the things that I was working through and raising young children. It was getting up early in the morning. It was it, it requires discipline. I'm not going to lie. Like we want an easy button. There is no easy button. Right. It requires discipline. But getting up in the morning, carving time out for yourself, being uh, being faithful to be in the word. And if you don't have time to be in the word by yourself, do what I did and bring your kids into it and incorporate that but exercise obviously the the resting things moms are the only ones years ago i took all my kids to i was speaking in florida we don't have sun in the pacific northwest like they do in florida we don't get sunburned in the northwest like they do i slathered sun you know sunscreen on all my kids i slathered it on my husband guess who i forgot me (laughs) you get burnt i oh second degree burns all over my back blisters that is a metaphor for motherhood right there absolutely is because why because i i did all for my family and not for myself and so i was out of commission for like almost a week wow and you know just uh i mean it was severe and in that time you know later on i thought that is a metaphor for motherhood we do everything for our children you have to focus you know lord help me show me um, how can I carve out time for myself? It is important, you know, and yeah. we and don't discard the idea. Don't deny it. Let me ask you this, too, because that bitterness can can grow in that moment mm-hmm. where you start to feel like I'm giving to everybody else. Yeah. And who's giving to me? Yeah. How do you I call man- that martyr mom syndrome? OK, and then how do you manage that? How do you get above mm-hmm. that on top of that? Beyond that. Well, I think the beyond it is recognizing uh, that what I'm doing is bigger than this moment. And honestly, let's be perfectly honest, we're wrestling with our own sin, aren't we? We're wrestling with the selfishness inside of us that says, I don't want to do this thing. This is where community is so important to That's talk true, to your mom. That's true, but it feels, it's deep because mm-hmm, if no sure. one's helping you, no one's tending to your needs, mm-hmm. um, that can feel lonely. It can feel it is like, lonely. you know, you're out there on a limb. Yeah. And if, do I not matter to anybody? Yeah. Is nobody seeing me? Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. I understand that. But yeah. You've got to put that down, right? The Lord sees you. The Lord sees you. And uh, one of the things that the Lord is, that I have now that I didn't have all those years ago is perspective. Right. You know, I can look back, you know, uh, when you want fruit off of a tree, it doesn't come overnight, right? It comes after years of tending and watering and praying and pruning and crying. Well, and putting and manure in the root you're system. You're not wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong. And I and, and for the mom to realize that, it's, hang in there. It's going to yeah. be worth it. There are hills and there are valleys. This is how life is. I think the culture tells us, oh, if it's hard, just give up. This is what they tell you. It doesn't matter if it's marriage or motherhood or um, educating your children or whatever. Once it gets hard, well, that looks too hard. You should just give up. Let someone else do that. No, no, no. God said, I'm going to help you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. He said that my my weakness is what he loves. His strength is made perfect in weakness. And I love telling moms, do you feel weak today? That's exactly where God wants you. Mm-hmm. He wants you to say, okay, bring your weakness to me. And I'm going to show you how my strength is going to be seen in you. You guys, I could weep. I could sit here and tell you stories over 30 years of mothering where God met me when I just thought, I can't do this for one more second. 
And now as I'm watching my daughter raising her three, her her two little boys and a little girl, Junie, she's so cute. uh, (laughs) I know that watching Savannah raise those children is an answer to prayer that I prayed for 25 years. Lord, help me do this thing that I'm not equipped to do. Lord, why would you give Heidi St. John, the girl that can't keep houseplants alive and is about as broken as a girl could be, why why would you give me seven children? And the Lord said, because I want to show you who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. Yeah. And he uses motherhood. And I think moms need to know God's doing something in you. And you're going to look back if you don't grow weary, right? That's what God's word says. Yeah, stay don't the course. Stay the course. If you don't grow weary, there is a harvest of blessing. And it is coming. It's worth it. Stay in the fight. Well, Heidi St. John is such a wellspring of hope and encouragement. Danny, you were sharing earlier how you had a really down moment. You were overwhelmed. Um, how else do you stay kind of on top of the parenting demands, particularly as the kids get older and it gets a little thornier and the stakes get higher as they're teens? Yeah, I think it's a shift of perception. Sometimes our, our stress, our emotions distort what's in front of us. And you want to pause and just be grateful. I, many times in the morning, I've stopped in my kids' rooms and just said, Lord, thank you mm. for the gift of this child. They're at peace. And I love to see that. Or I've stepped outside into our garden and I've just paused and said, you know, thank you. Gratitude creates an adaptive mind, a mind that is flexible and can see what is and adjust to it. And, and scripture talks about that throughout, that gratitude is a, a foundational trait. It's not just, oh, be thankful. Gratitude is truly critical for a mind to survive difficult things. And so it's a matter of shifting perception and figuring out the things that uh, matter, uh, putting things back where they belong as far as the perception goes and their amount of of angst. And I need to figure out who gets a vote in my life. And Hmm. I lean into mentors in my life in those difficult moments and even non-difficult moments. I get together with mentors. They pray for me. I know they're praying for me. My mom says, hey, we're praying for you daily. And I remember that. Throughout the day, I go, hey, my parents are praying for me today. And mm-hmm. so it's the idea that there's a bigger story here, and God is with me, and I need to understand that I'm in the kingdom of God, and if I pray, that is powerful because I can lean into my Heavenly Father. And sometimes I've just had to take a deep breath, breathe out, maybe take a walk, sometimes work out. Each person knows their outlets but the big one is the reset of the mind, where mm. you put things back into perspective, figure out what am I grateful for and why, and then tell God, hey, thank you so much for the ability to see, for the ability to taste, yeah. especially with COVID, right? Mm, yes. <laughs> taste and smell. Yes. Uh, but just the gift of your children, your family, what you've got, and mm-hmm. that will help you begin to reset things. That's great. And it will pay off. Um, if you're trying to get there, but you just can't, if you're in a tough spot, as Heidi described or as Danny described earlier, and you're, you're kind of at the, the end of your rope, uh, please know uh, there are caring Christians around you. There are pastors nearby. If you're not plugged into a church, get plugged in. If you'd like to talk to somebody from our counseling team here, we're just a phone call away. Donors make it possible for them to give you a call back and chat for 20, 25 minutes, figure some things out, get some next steps, maybe uh, identify some resources, and even somebody in your local area where you can uh, continue to have the conversation. Um, all of this is a phone call away. Uh, the number is 800, the letter A, and the word family. 
and we'll have more details in the show notes. Also, in the notes, uh, there's a way for you to donate to the work of Focus on the Family so we can continue to encourage parents around the world, uh, as we've done today. Uh, if you've not yet donated to the work of Focus, we've been around since 1977. We've got a great track record in being there for parents, doing so many things. Danny and his team are all about equipping you and keeping you moving in the right direction as a mom or a dad, uh, no matter what the season is that you're in. Uh, donate today either a monthly gift or a one-time gift of any amount, and we'll send that book, Becoming Mom Strong, written by Heidi St. John, to you as uh, our thank you for joining the support team. Well, next time we'll be hearing from Dr. Josh and Christy Straub. And uh, for now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 